Welcome to the Early Morning Gravity Patty Podcast. Good morning and welcome to our podcast where we dive a little deeper into the childhood show we all know and love, Spongebob. If you ever wanted to eat a Krabby Patty, which is basically everyone, then go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Now we just aren't going to be talking about Spongebob in general because we could talk all day. We're going to discuss one of the most famous episodes named Bang Geeks. But first, Christian, do you want to tell us more about the background of Spongebob? Why, of course, Charles. First, we start with the background of the show. What is Spongebob? Spongebob started as a comic strip made for an aquarium. His name was Bob the Sponge. He was an ordinary sea sponge with sunglasses that taught kids about the ocean. Hellenberg changed the name to Spongebob and redesigned the character to what he looks like today. He wanted to create a TV show starring Spongebob. Eventually, the creator, Steven Hillenberg, pitched the show to Nickelodeon and it became a smash hit. It's the biggest show Nickelodeon has ever aired. One of the most special and iconic episodes of Spongebob is called Band Geeks. The plot of Band Geeks is simple. Squidward must teach his friends and neighbors how to play in a marching band so that they can play a song at the Bubble Bowl a big football game like the Super Bowl. The unique thing about Band Geeks is that it was written as an episode focused on the side character Squidward instead of the main character of the show, Spongebob. This is unique because we never really saw the more positive and hardworking side of Squidward in earlier episodes. The creator of Spongebob was in a band growing up, and so were a few of the writers. They decided it would be funny for Spongebob and his friends to try and make a marching band. The show is filled with band humor, as well as ordinary jokes involving the characters. When making the ending, the writers didn't think it would be funny enough if the conclusion was just band music playing band music well. So they decided to make the band play a rock song instead. That song was called Sweet Victory. Sweet Victory became incredibly popular overnight, and saw a great increase in digital sales. It was so iconic that when the creator of Spongebob, Steven Hillenberg, died unexpectedly in 2018, there was a petition by fans to play the song at the Super Bowl 53 halftime show. However, the song was not played. Instead, there was a five-second clip of Squidward introducing Travis Scott to sing the song Sicko Mode. This made many fans feel disappointed and confused as to why the song wasn't played. Many fans of the show felt like this just wasn't enough to honor Steven Hillenberg. The episode, Band Geeks, was voted as the number one best episode of the whole series by fans in an online poll that was taken in 2013. Okay, some of the most memorable moments from the show, like when Squidward jumps for joy at the end. Practically everyone from Gen Z is able to remember the episode and how good it was. And now to talk about the Apollonian viewpoint of the episode, Charles. Wow, what an astounding introduction, Christian. Thank you. An Apollonian viewpoint is often light and structured, focused on pleasurable, logical, coherent, and the ordered part of the show or play. Plenty of Apollonian viewpoints are shown in this episode, but today I will only talk about a few, one of which is pleasurable or happy. Around the middle of the episode, Squidward gathers everyone he knows assigns them an instrument and tries to teach them how to play that instrument. Squidward's teaching goes into one ear and out the other. We see all of the characters goofing off and not listening and some even breaking their instruments. 
This causes Squidward to immediately give up on his dreams to beat his rival, Squillium, and walks out on the band. Everyone that was once goofing off comes to the realization of what they did and decides to learn a song to play. When they step on stage, Squidward already looks defeated until SpongeBob starts singing. Squidward is now happy because he knows he might actually have a chance to win. Squidward in general often has a hard time staying calm in situations. I mean, I would too if I was living with SpongeBob and Patrick. When Squidward was, was trying to teach everyone how to play their instruments, he had a hard time staying calm. On the other hand, Squillium is the opposite of Squidward. He's wealthy and he has a coherent demeanor. He is very calm while talking and very confident. I see two different personalities here that I can connect. Squidward is Dionysian and Squillium is Apollonian. Logically, no one wants to feel bullied or lower than they already are. Squillium was born into a wealthy family and attended high school along with Squidward tentacles. Because of this, Squillium thinks he's supposed to be better than Squidward at everything. In band class with him, there were rivals. Squillium was more popular than Squidward, and after finishing high school, he became more successful in life. Squillium often looks down upon Squidward because he was born into a wealthy environment. Therefore, Squidward is tired of being looked down upon, so he wants to win at something. And now, bringing to the stage my main man, Joan, discussing the Dionysian viewpoint of the episode. Thank you so much for that fine introduction, Charles. The Dionysian point of view is based on emotions and how those emotions drive someone's actions. There are plenty of examples in the Bang Geeks episode where emotions take over a person and it leads to various outcomes. Driven by happiness. The beginning of the episode shows Squidward happily lost in his music. It is one of the only times in the entire show that Squidward is not grumpy. When he plays his clarinet, he forgets about the world and only experiences joy. As soon as the doctors knock on the door, he goes to answer and becomes grumpy all over again. Squidward is so happy with the shocking success of the band at the end of the episode that he starts jumping around with the most joy he has ever felt in his life. The ending shot is him jumping in the air in joy and shows the show's most grumpy character having the time of his life. Driven by Rage Squilliam explains to Squidward at the beginning that he cannot attend the bubble ball to play and he asks Squidward to fill in for him to embarrass him so he does not have to ban. Squidward gets furious and even though he does not have a band, he lies that he does and that he will be ready to play next Tuesday. He lets his rage drive a big decision and commitment that should not be taken lightly since a bubble ball is a big stage in music. The fourth day comes up from practice and it is the last day before the big event. Squidward and the group are not ready to perform. They are all frustrated and some of the people start insulting each other and blaming their band's low success on frivolous things. They get in a full fight with each other destroying all of Squidward's instruments and ignoring his calls to stop. Driven by excitement and intrigue. When the people of Bikini Bottom are reading the ad that Squidward puts around town, we see a lot of their reactions on screen. One of them is Mr. Krabs and he gets excited about joining just because of the free refreshments 
and not because of the actual ban opportunity itself. He is driven by greed rather than passion for music. Dozens of people show up to the meeting that Squidward calls for the band. When he asks if anybody has experience with instruments, no one raises their hand. This means that they were all driven by excitement and the promises of fun and fame that the opportunity brings rather than the music itself. Squidward has to now work with the group that he also has to teach. Driven by sadness. Squidward teaches the group of people for a couple of days at this point and they cannot seem to get anything right. The second day, the flag twirlers cannot even spin the flags right without getting in trouble. Squidward is increasingly getting saddened because the event is coming up and they are not prepared. He gets in the fetal position on the floor in the middle of the road. Squidward gets so disappointed that at the end of the practice he blocks the door out and does a whole speech about how let down he is and how his dream and happiness is crushed. He tells them to not even show up tomorrow. He is devastated and goes back home. Spongebob gets so affected by Squidward's sadness that he convinces everyone to get motivated again to make the band's performance work. He does this even though Squidward has always been selfish and only does things that are convenient for him. He puts everything aside to help Squidward just because of how devastated he is. Nothing wrong he has done before matters. These are all examples of how emotions drive the characters throughout the show. All in all, Band Geeks is an amazing episode, and perhaps even the magnum opus of the show. It has multiple viewpoints and shows characters in many ways, while simultaneously making a funny and entertaining story. We challenge you to look at your favorite Spongebob episodes the same way, and perhaps you'll grow to appreciate them even more. Sheesh! I don't know about y'all, but we're gonna go get a Krabby Patty from the Krusty Krab. Mm-mm-mm. See you next time.